and welcome to Getting It. The conversation where we try to understand life just that little bit more. My name's Dan. And my name is Saban. We're both medical students based in London. And in this episode, we talk about navigating through conversations that portray someone in a negative light. Hello, Dan. Hello, Saban. How are you doing? Very well, thank you. How are you? Not too bad. Um, actually, an interesting thing that happened the other day, I don't know why I'm just saying this now, it, ca- it just came to mind, was I, I almost tripped out because I was sat reading and on the table next to me, on the dining table, there was a spider, like a really weird spider. It was like white, so I was properly confused. But it was moving in a really weird way. It was moving at like 6 to 12 frames per second, if that makes sense. I was properly tripping out because my eyes were really confused because I thought my eyes were lagging. Like, you know, when a YouTube video starts chopping up, mm-hmm. It was like my vision was like that because that was the only thing that was moving in my entire mm. visual reference. But then I'd like look just outside and I'd see like the trees moving normally. And then I look back at the spider and just moving at like six frames per second. There's a glitch. Yeah, I think it was just slightly glitched out. I don't know. But yeah, that's that's the most interesting thing that's happened to me over the past. Oh, you saw days. a spider that was glitching. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, and then it glitched me out. So Okay. Have you recovered? Just about. Yeah. Right. I'm yeah. glad to hear that. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't think anything particularly interesting has happened to me this week. I've finished my exam, so I've just been doing more Mandarin recently in the last few days, getting back on that train. Very fun. How's yeah. it going overall? It's good. Obviously, it's a very slow process, but I'm not as um, cliche as it sounds. I'm not focused on like, I don't know, getting to a certain level by a certain period of time. It is actually enjoyable because it's so different that it's just constantly interesting because I'm constantly learning something new. I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I didn't realize. I don't know. The, the way the characters work is, is super interesting. So yeah, I don't know. I'm really enjoying it, but that's what I've been up to mainly, I think, um, in terms of like being productive. Anyway, could you tell me a bit about this week's episode? Yeah, so I had a thought. It was an actual shower thought that came to mind. And I think I've just thought about this a lot anyway, um, because I like to pay attention to what we, the conversations I'm involved in, just with anyone. And I'll kind of pose it as a question. How many of your conversations that you have with people that are that is about someone else, not in the conversation, are in a positive manner? Mm. In a positive manner about that person being spoken about? Uh, I think it massively depends on the person I'm speaking with. So it does yeah. vary. And also depending on the scenario. So say I'm talking about uni, I think it would be more likely for me to be complaining about someone or, or something uh, if it's like uni related like it could be someone in a group project or something that i'm mm. going oh they've been a bit annoying or something um but yeah if i'm speaking with my mum or i don't know with you for example i feel like i'll be talking i might be saying something cool that like my brother did or something like that yeah. anyway yeah yeah because i was thinking about that and i remember i used to be just when like, say before uni i was just most conversations are about other people just because most of our life is just interacting with other people. So that's where the stem of our conversations tend to come from or reference points in conversations. But yeah, I realized that a lot of conversations about other people is just usually in a negative light, usually like complaining about something or something annoying that they do or something bad that they did and not so much in a positive light. But I don't know, I feel like, oh, I'm just coming out. This sounds so bad. I'm I'm the opposite. I was so good about people. No, but I always try to keep it in mind because again it's a, it's a thing in Islam as well not to talk bad about people and always hide their faults and everything so it's just something I always have in my mind when we're talking about someone in a conversation like is this in a positive manner mm. or a negative manner mm. and and whatnot and how should I navigate that conversation and I suppose when I'm talking I, I usually talk to my parents a lot about just what my friends are doing and stuff but it's always just in like a positive manner just like oh yeah he like someone did this this and that or achieved this this and that to my parents for no reason but i just like 
telling them like what my friends or just someone I know has achieved or and then I suppose it also just feels good knowing that mm. you're just you know professing well about someone mm -hmm. rather than in a negative manner which I suppose saying something negative about someone feels good but for a different reason because it's just like cathartic in that sense but in a positive manner it's just a different kind of like intrinsic just oh that's kind of nice because you're just creating this positive mood in that other people now have good impressions about this other person that you were talking about. Yes. Yeah. So over the past couple of years, whenever I find myself in a situation where there's a conversation, say about a person and I know who that person is or that person has been identified in some way so that they're identifiable. And then, yeah, if it's in a negative manner, I just start feeling really uncomfortable. Yeah. And then I, I just kind of struggle. Like, how do I navigate this? Sometimes, well, most of what, what I tend to do is just, I just don't really say anything. I'll just kind of, mm-hmm just not really acknowledge, I'll just kind of acknowledge what they said. It's like, that's what they said, but I don't really add anything to it. And I'll just try and dead the conversation so that we'll just kind of move on to something else more positive, um, whether about that person or someone else or just anything else. But sometimes I've just had that thing where I just kind of excuse myself or I just kind of leave. And I don't know if that's a bit too extreme. I don't think it's too extreme just because, I don't know, I just don't want to, I, sup I suppose, yeah, again, from the Islamic stance, like you should just kind of do that. Um, or in fact, what I, I, yeah, what I actually find myself doing sometimes as well is defending the person where someone's like, oh man, they're just, oh, they're, they're always like really lazy with, with their work or something safe as a group project. Right. Um, and I know who that person is and maybe that person told me something that, you know, they're, they're just struggling with, maybe something has happened at home or whatever. So that's why they're not doing so well with their group work. So then I try and give that explanation, basically defending their neg the, the negative aspect of that person for that particular time, because we never really know the full story of what's happening with people. So that one negative thing might just be that one negative thing that happened for one time, yet this is then spread around and then it almost becomes slandering at that point, because then those people you are talking to about that person, they will then have that negative light or know that negative aspect of them or that one bad thing or mistake they made, right? So... Yeah, I don't know. How how do how would you go about navigating that kind of scenario? I think like um well, first of all, that is something about you that I've always known. Genuinely, you don't feel uh, it's visible that you don't want to engage in those sort of conversations. Honestly, I know that I noticed that about you a long time ago, and that's why around you especially, I find myself not talking about people very much. I don't honestly again. This sounds like um not virtue signaling, but trying to like almost show off in a way, but I don't like talking about other people as well, normally, because it doesn't really achieve much. The The sort of conversations where you're just having a commentary on your life, unless there's something in particular that I want to hear about what you've been up to, it's not, it, like, it doesn't engage me that much. And the same, the other way around, if you think about it, when I'm telling you about something I'm up to, I'll usually preface it with like, this is particularly interesting, or like, something that I think you'll like to hear, but I won't just tell you, oh, earlier on I was outside Tesco and I saw this guy and he was doing this and stuff like that. I don't think it's, I don't think you achieve much from those sort of conversations as well. So I do agree with you. Then it comes to the question of like speaking well behind someone's back or speaking badly behind someone's back. I, I definitely agree that speaking badly behind someone's back, as, as you said, and I think again, it comes into common knowledge that there's always a reason why someone has a certain trait and it's not fair just to isolate that one trait and slander someone. It's not the right thing to do. I definitely think that sometimes I still find myself doing that. Like I will, if someone's frustrated me and I'm talking to someone else, I, I might, I don't think it happens particularly much, but I will sometimes say like, 
that person really annoyed me or they they always do this when we're when we're in a group and i don't really i don't really understand why they do that something along those lines so yeah I, i think it happens and also i think it's something that it's it's super common a lot of people do it and there's one thing i wanted to say along along these lines which is to do with people okay it's it's a slight deviation if you don't mind yeah sure you know in politics often you you know it wasn't napoleon who said divide and conquer like you probably yeah you or it was for example uh, from the episode we did with thomas hitler's rise to power Mm. he would use a an enemy to unite people uniting against an enemy can cause people to come closer together and not just in the context of this conversation we're having now. It was about a year ago. I really noticed that if you say something bad about someone else, it can bring you closer to the person you're speaking to because it's like, like if oh, you both yeah, open yeah, up I about it. I find that really annoying as well. Yeah, yeah, I find that really annoying because it's almost like a secret. It's kind of bad. There's a small yeah. rush in doing that and, and saying that about that person. It's like a, an element of trust that you have between you two and it shows that you're on the same side in the same way. Um, so it's a cheap way of doing it. It's a cheap way of getting closer to someone at the... Uh, I don't know the word, like at the detriment of the other person. So it's mm. not the right thing to do. I completely agree with you. And anytime I do do it, if you show me like a video clip of me doing it, like, you know, speaking behind someone's back, I would completely agree. I shouldn't be doing that. And it's a failure on my part when I do that. So yeah. I, and that's something in the last couple of years I've tried to do less as well, honestly, but I still, I, I'm still far from perfect along in that regard. But yeah, I just, the, the last thing I wanted to say along, the, along these lines, sorry for the rant back at you, but yeah. um, especially because it's your topic um, <laughs> taking over, but is um, if, if it's a, if it's a conversation with someone you are actually good friends with and, they don't know the other person sometimes it can be beneficial to it, it's all about the intention obviously and if you're not i'm not doing it with the intention of making you dislike that person but if i'm facing a problem and they're the cause of the problem they've upset me or something then it, in my opinion it is reasonable to not speak behind their back and deliberately with the intention of making you dislike them but to help solve a problem i think you see where i'm coming yeah, from exactly yeah definitely i was going to get onto that point as well mm. because that it doesn't just mean oh speaking behind people's or speaking about people's negative aspects or their mistakes is just bad because it has to be done mm, sometimes mm, mm. like yeah it could be something that's just affecting you mentally right or with what someone's doing or you're just struggling to deal with some co-worker you know in the way they work or something right that should be spoken about you know well one i suppose you could bring it up with them directly with the person that is irritating you or whatever but yeah the other thing is say if it is a actual problem a, a substantial problem that you're trying to deal with yeah you need to speak to someone about it yeah in that sense you're trying to solve a problem rather than just trying to bring someone down for the sake of bringing someone down and making sure that you aren't identifying the person specifically so yeah if the the person you're speaking to about that person they don't really know that person or they might know that person but as long as you just don't make them identifiable then you can kind of just talk as much as you want really because the the person you're involving in that conversation you just they won't know who you're actually talking about so they won't have any kind of assumptions or anything but then they can just help you deal with that situation in terms of what they would do in a particular scenario or something um and sometimes you do just need to vent out because someone can just get on your nerves Mm. but then yeah as long as you make it not identifiable you still kind of get that feeling of, you know, you're getting something off your chest, but then you're not putting that person down in someone else's eyes, which I think is really important in terms of just like maintaining someone's honor, if if that makes sense, as weird as that sound. And then the other thing where you say people get united about, you know, united over someone's negatives or, you know, oh yeah, I find that really, that person really annoying as well. If you start flipping it and just, I've, I've had this a few times with a few people where 
someone mentions a positive trait about someone, I was like, yeah, I noticed that as well. It's just like, mm. it's really cool like what he's doing or something. And then we're uniting over the fact that we yes. both find something interesting or really cool or positive or something that we look up to in a different person. So it, 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 it can go the, the, the other way as well. But yeah, even when you're doing that thing where you're talking about someone, you know, anonymously and stuff, it's still a very fine line in terms of when you start exaggerating things and then you're just kind of slandering someone. And then all it requires is a slight slip of the tongue where then that person is then identifiable. Yeah. And then if you were exaggerating like we humans do in everything, especially when it comes to negatives, we always exaggerate that stuff. Yeah, it, I, I feel it's just really bad because, yeah, we might just be potentially slandering or exaggerating some negative aspect of someone when, yeah, they might have spoken positive about us behind our back yes i understand so then that's like a double stab in the back for the other person so for some reason i find i think that um oh it's 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 really odd but it's more socially acceptable sometimes it seems to speak badly behind someone's back than to really stand up for someone behind their back so for example if that's, you're in a group that's scenario, the kind of thing i'm getting at yeah. saying like oh that guy is is really weird because i remember once in second year someone told me that someone else this is like (laughs) we're having that sort of conversation that we said we don't have (laughs) um that person a told me that this person b who i didn't know very well at all had said some mean things behind my back or said some bad things behind my back it wasn't there weren't lies or anything it was just his opinion of me Mm. person a told me that person b thought just just said oh uh dan's a weird guy or like i think he he seems like a really weird guy it's not untrue (laughs) which is very accurate assumption but um (laughs) It, it, it upset me at the time to a degree. I was like, yeah. I, I was hurt by it for sure. And it affected me. And even the fact I'm talking about it now shows that it, it stuck with me a little bit. I didn't, because I was surprised, I didn't expect that person to have, to to, to say something like that behind my back, especially because I didn't know him very well at all. Mm. So yeah, really surprised me. But then I know more about that person now and I realize, honestly, it's a case of the group that he's in at that time this is just an interesting analysis. He he was sort of moving social groups and mm. trying to establish himself in a new group. And I, I've been told now that that he he does that quite a lot. I've been told by multiple people that a bad trait of this person is that he speaks behind people's backs. It made me realize a sort of principle in certain social settings that when you're new to a group of people, it's easy for some for some reason, I think, yeah, it is more socially acceptable for you to say bad things about other people and be like, oh, that guy is so annoying. Because it... it it sort of gives you an element of power as if you're the judge, you're the mm. person who can like draw out opinions on people and, and things like that. Uh, I don't know if you can see where I'm coming from there, yeah, but no, I'm really, I'm really quite confident in, in my view on that. Um, and yeah, uh, I don't know. I just, I find myself, I have to watch myself and, and make sure I never do that because yeah, I think it's an easy way to sort of try and yeah, show a display of power almost in a group in a very, in a very weak way. And yeah, again, as we've said, it's something that we we all do from time to time. We can't pretend to be perfect, but yeah. What were you going to say? It's a very fine line. Like I said before, yeah, you might be, have the good intention of like, okay, I'm going to speak about someone's like thing that's irritating me or something, but you know, in a good anonymous manner, but the heat of the moment or say if it is quite soon after the particular thing, whatever happened, you're just not going to be thinking correctly. You're might exa- yeah, like I said, exaggerate things and then slip of the tongue, you, you identify them. It's a very fine line to tread, which is why it's probably usually best to, if if you are having a problem with someone that causes you to speak negatively behind, maybe they're doing something that they don't even know, right? The best thing to do is to just try and bring up with them as awkward and as bad as it sounds. And it's, it's way easier said than done. Um, but if you bring up that thing that's just kind of irritating you in the best way possible to that person, they're probably 
yeah, okay, at first they might just feel like, oh man, like, why are you even telling me this? Like, I don't even want your advice or whatever. But who knows, afterwards when they think about it, they might actually really appreciate it. And say if it was something that they were working on, right, but they were just struggling with, whatever it is, I don't know, I'm just thinking weird examples in my head, but I don't want to bring focus onto a particular example. Yeah, but then maybe you say like, oh, maybe you should try doing this or something. Just because you're saying that because it's just irritating you. Um, but then that was that piece of advice they needed to try and go over the edge and improve something that they were trying to improve. So there, there's that side of it as well. And the thing is, is that, like you said, it's, it's it's hard to figure out when you're doing it as well because it's easy to identify it. So when I'm in a conversation with someone, I can easily identify like, oh, they're speaking negative, like they're stabbing someone in the back. Like, I just need to get out of this conversation. But when I initiate it, it's always harder to notice. So it's not saying that I never do. I I have before, I know I have before. Um, and obviously I regret it. And I always try to make sure that I don't, you know, like from now on and stuff. But when you're in that moment, it's very hard to tell. So I guess it's another aspect where always pay attention to what you're actually talking about in conversations. One, because it makes conversations more enjoyable because you're actually engaged and it requires a lot of brain power. It's, it's tiring, right? But two, you make sure that everything's positive. You know, obviously negative conversations have to happen, but most of the time when we're just like, oh yeah, how you doing? Oh yeah, mate, this person, like, and you like, oh, it's just so annoying, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, okay, you could have let it off your chest, but just not in a way that's directly targeted at someone. I have something to add on to that. And again, I want to preface it by saying I'm, I'm not trying to virtue signal anything like come across like the good guy. Because as I said, I do sometimes talk behind people's backs, which I need to work on. I, everyone does. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Yeah. And so I'm not, I'm far from perfect, no doubt. But I also think that it's important to try and just minimize talking about people in terms of conversations, unless there's a, a like a, a use for it. Because honestly, a lot of those conversations I think are not very useful. Mm. Th those ones where, and I, when I walk down the street or I'm sat on the bus or on the train, sometimes I'll kind of eavesdrop on someone's conversation. And a lot of the time it is, it's about other people, gossiping. but there's no real use. Yeah, it's, and I don't even know if it's gossiping because I feel like gossiping is saying like, did you hear about this happening with them? It's also just- Well, that's kind of, that's usually like this happening with them is kind of a notion where it's like, oh, okay, maybe someone cheated on someone, yes, right? Yes, some drama. And, and that's, yeah, it's a drama, which is usually negative upon someone's character, right? And that's yeah. just being spread. So again, it's actual negative talking. But it's also, I'm, I'm talking as well about like, inane, ultimately inane things. Like saying, oh, I was, I was stood in the queue in for, to go into some place and the guy in front of me, you'll never guess what he was wearing. I was thinking that's so weird. And then, I don't know. He, he had this friend who, who was on the phone and I noticed that the phone they had was, you know what I mean? They're just yeah, talking yeah. and there's no need. Talking about other people is not a very fruitful conversation usually, in my opinion. And I, that's one thing I really try and avoid. In fact, I probably avoid that more than like talking badly about people. So maybe I need to realign those aims a little bit. But the, the last thing I wanted to say on this train of thought is a little question back to you, which is, is kind of based on the fact that sometimes you do need to, you, you can't just talk well about people because that is, um, inaccurate as well sometimes yeah. you have to so for, say for example we were watching some people play football and then I said to you what do you think of this player uh, I'm asking you a direct question mm. if if I want an accurate opinion from you you have to be honest like you, you you it's inaccurate to just try and be nice and be like I don't know I think he or she is very good at heading the ball or like yeah. you have to be honest if the main problem say they had very bad stamina Mm. You you should say that first. You should say their stamina is not very good. You should be objective. Obviously, the intention, again, as you said, is not to exaggerate it. This is my opinion on the right answer. Yeah. Don't exaggerate. So don't say, oh, I asked you the question. Why am I answering it? <laughs> you answer it. Sorry. Um, 
Yeah, but so those that, that's a slightly different scenario, right? Because but you could apply that to uni, for example. If I said like, oh, what do you think of that person? How good is this person? So I'm in a group. I'm in a group project with this guy. I know you know him. How good is he, brother? Like, like in a group is, project. Yeah, yeah. What should I be mindful of? There, you could oh, be helpful. Yeah, okay, say yeah. you told. Say you did a group project with that guy, and he objectively he didn't do much work. He did about a quarter of the work of everyone else. Mm. There, it's kind of your responsibility to tell me. So how would you go around that? If yeah. I had to know when I'm assigning so roles. So what I would do is I would be like, yeah, if there were any positive traits, like, oh, he did this pretty well and stuff. So he was good in that respect. I'd say that. Um, and I'd, I'd usually like to say that first because it, it sets just, you know, a nice tone. Mm. And then when, so. You, but then I, I think that then, makes it less objective. No, no, no. But then obviously I would, it doesn't mean I wouldn't mention the other thing that, oh, he only did a quarter of the work compared to everyone else. What I would say is, you know, when, when I was working with XYZ, he didn't really like contribute too much to the group work. I don't know why that was, and it might have been a one-off, mm -mm. but that's what my experience was at yep. that time. So whether that's a continuing trait, I don't know. Yeah. But I, I think it could be something to look out for. I think that's good in my opinion, because that's a potential problem, I think, with trying to paint people in a positive light, like uh, even if it doesn't quite fit in the scenarios. But then, as you said just then, being objective, I don't think you should start necessarily with a positive because if the main thing that stuck out to you when working in a group with that guy is he really didn't do his work, I think that should be the first thing you say because that is the thing that stands out. So you could say the thing that stands out is, this is in my opinion, yeah. the thing that stands out is unfortunately he didn't do very much work. He did about a quarter of the work as everyone else. But of course there could be reasons for that and that's not to say that he will not work hard this time. So yeah, don't you shouldn't like 100% judge him on that. But to be honest, that was my personal experience. And then maybe you can say something if there were if the second most prom prominent thing was he was a really nice guy then i could say he is a nice guy as well but that's what i found because there i feel like you're not exaggerating i'm not saying oh my god he did nothing he mm. was terrible that when you're saying that's being subjective more isn't it he was so annoying that i agree you shouldn't say that but i'm talking in an objective sense here he didn't do much work or he he made a lot of mistakes and it affected our mark so that's the that's the thing that i noticed most strongly yeah do you see but then yeah from? but then from that you so you don't like, have to be yeah, like I was saying. I'd always still try and defend their negative trait. Where okay, yeah, he made justify a lot. It. Yeah, he made a lot of mistakes and stuff, right? But maybe he just wasn't really strong on that topic, right? Mm, mm, where mm. you know everyone has their weaknesses and stuff, but maybe the topic that you're in a group project with him about, like maybe he's really strong at that. So I don't know if that's going to be a similar thing. So I would always say that. So yeah, I, I'd make the point where you know he he got a lot of stuff wrong or whatever, but you know he he said he wasn't very comfortable with this topic in the first place or something that if he did say that but, yes. or you know he just didn't seem very like knowledgeable or comfortable with this topic but the next one he might absolutely ace that he's in a pro like in the topic that you're doing in your group project or something so yeah it's a balancing out I, I don't know i'd still always have to say something positive about someone first but then that can be inaccurate as well it's True. in their favor it's a good thing True. i agree it's a good thing but but i think because the the first thing you say is going to set the ground about that person's impression for that person because you don't want a negative i don't want to portray a negative impression on a of a particular person on someone else i'd always want to portray a positive impression unless portraying a positive impression would cause harm that's where i think prefacing is important because there okay if we continue the same example instead of saying the um oh he it may be a topic he wasn't knowledgeable on and stuff at the end you could say that at the start say well, first of all, my opinion of him is only based on this project. So it could well be that he's really good at other things. Uh, and then say, but to be honest, in this project alone, he didn't do much work. And that did affect the team. And then maybe even again, if you want to really make sure you're not trying to be mean about him as a person and just 
like highlight that it was just in this project because there as we were saying you need to be accurate and i think if that is the truth then you have to do that and yeah mm. even in like i think in life that is also a part of it you can't yeah, just be yeah, positive true, about people. True. but then yeah it's, it's a, the thing of like uh it's so easy in that scenario and i think most people even including myself probably would it's hard to because i've got emotion attached say that person not doing the work really annoyed me i imagine myself going oh it was it's so when annoying the emo- when the emotions yeah get into and it, i yeah. agree with that i agree with that you yeah. shouldn't yeah, you shouldn't let those those affect it, but it so often does. And that's a, a highlight, a flaw that many of us have. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that's pretty much everything I wanted to talk about. I think I sometimes find myself where I just, I think that's why I don't like, I, I limit how much I talk. I only talk if there's some kind of value in a conversation or if it's a conversation that's, you know, relatively harm-free. But I also don't just like idle conversation as well. And I find, yeah, like you said, a lot of this just idle conversation is just, just non-productive conversation. It's generally like yeah. about other people. Yes. Um, and yeah, sometimes like I'm just, say like my, when my sister's down in Bournemouth where, when she's off work and stuff and I'll just be sat there just in silence and like, oh my God, you don't talk. It's like, I don't want to talk because any time I talk is a potential point where I can cause harm, right? Because mm. we can propagate a lot with our words. So unless I have something really specific to say that could be of benefit to someone or yeah, it's just, I actually have yeah something to say, basically, <laughs> then I'll talk. I won't just talk for the sake of talking because then, yeah, then you're just going to end up trying to go stick on to topics where it's probably just going to be negative the way you just keep talking for no reason and gossiping or whatever yeah. so that, that, I, that's I the kind of stuff it's something I'll, I, I will take from this conversation I'll, i will try and work on that more as well um yes yeah, yeah so i suppose that's the final thing where if you find yourself you're about to talk about someone just think okay is this necessary is this trying to solve a problem right and can you do it in an anonymous fashion if you can't well then just try and make it a positive conversation about that person or and just forget the negative things you're going to say about someone because it's just unnecessary okay i think the the one final thing is i'm being a bit more of the bad guy than you here you know that saying like if you've got nothing nice to say about someone don't say anything or like, if you've got nothing nice to say don't say anything i'm more along those lines like i don't think that you should deliberately be positive about someone for no reason i think true i would rather yeah i'd rather say nothing about them than than say something positive if i didn't yeah like yeah, them. yeah definitely you can't just lie and just you know make someone really like positive and stuff yeah i'm not saying that but it's it might just be a nice thing to have in your head where if you're going to say something negative about someone just hold it mm. and be like okay let me just That's say fair. something say, yeah. say something positive if i have to say something about them say yes. something positive but otherwise yeah just try and say nothing really if it doesn't really if it's not required oh and and the final view on my end is when as you said i i really strongly believe this if someone does have a bad trait which is annoying it's it's always come from somewhere. Either they've had a bad influence on them or they're going through a difficult time or or it's just a bad trait that time, they have. Yeah. Or they it, just have a bad trait and that's yeah. fine. I've got loads of bad traits. It's just that I've noticed that bad trait in them. I do agree. It's more. This isn't so much about talking with other people about that person, but if you do see a bad trait in someone, there is a, just, there is a reason why they're like that and they don't want to be a bad person. Most likely, they, they don't even probably know that that trait is annoying or that trait is bad. So yeah, you shouldn't let that affect your own personal opinion of them too much. I think that's really important. And again, it's something that it sounds very like fluffy and mm. something that people kind of already know. But I've only really tried to think like that in the last few years, and it's honestly helped me with opinions of people I don't like who I really find irritating personally. Which obviously there are people yeah. like that. I, I have I've tried to adopt that mindset of 
yeah, those those things for some reason they they are just like that for 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 a number of causes probably. And I don't know those causes. I don't know that person very well. So and I accept that. So yeah, I'm allowed to be irritated by it, but I shouldn't let that cloud my overall view of them as a human being. So yeah, that, yeah. that's very virtue signaling sounding again. But there yeah. you go. I mean, it's that thing where it's like you can you can't control your emotional reaction to something, but you can control how you act about something. Yes, it's like. I'd commonly find something that just irritates me. I'm like, oh, why are they like, or they're just getting something. Like, oh, yeah. why are they like this? But then I'll just kind of go through this thing in my head where, oh, if I can't find any kind of excuse, I'll just go down to the point where, you know, maybe it was just something like, you know, the way they were brought up in a particular aspect, they they weren't for sure. Yeah, brought up to clean after themselves or something, right? Yeah. And I was like, okay, if I was in that situation, I wasn't told to clean up after myself and taught how to do it then I would also be in that same position. So what you're saying is you're allowed to be irritated, but just at the same time, you should rationalize it and understand that there's a reason why they're like that. They're not just like that for no reason. Yeah. And then I think you'll just gen generally become happier, like just with people. Yeah. And in all of your social scenarios, you won't find anyone irritated. Or obviously you will, but it's just more... Managing those emotions. Exactly. And it's just more peaceful. You're just yes. like, you're just, oh, like everyone's calm for the most part, really. So... The only yeah. person I really don't like is you. Oh, so, yeah, I must admit. unfortunate. Yeah, I found myself talking about you behind your back quite a lot. All right, so we'll leave it there then whilst I just get ready to beat you up. So. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Okay, thank <laughs> you very much. It was a good episode. I thought it was interesting. I'll leave it there. All right, peace. Peace. All right. <laughs> yeah, now you can beat me up. It's, you keep the sound on, you can hear yes. me getting beaten. Thank you for listening to this episode of Getting It. If you enjoyed this episode or didn't, then feel free to leave us a rating and review on the Apple Podcasts app or on the Apple Podcasts website. We'd love to hear your thoughts, ideas or questions about anything we discussed. So feel free to email us at thoughts at gettingit.co.uk. You can also reach us on Twitter or Instagram at gettingit underscore pod. You can find all the links in the show notes.